How long do you want to be banging your head against the wall just thinking you're going to find the, la- the answer, that the special diet, the special training program, the special whatever, the special supplement? I can tell you, it ain't out there. It don't exist. It's as simple as these five areas. Get a goal, get a plan, put in the effort, be super consistent, and then have some external accountability. Meet your host, Andy Naylor. Andy is a men's physique transformation expert, competitive physical champion, and a multi-six-figure business owner who has helped thousands of busy, high-achieving men get into the best shape of their lives and reconnect with their inner alpha. On this show, Andy is going to share with you his playbook on feeling healthy again, avoiding the common pitfalls successful men fall into, dropping 20 to 30 pounds of fat, and building a physique you can finally be proud of. And the transformations aren't just physical either. You're going to learn how meeting your personal goals will help support your professional achievements, giving you that true alpha mentality. Let's go. So, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Optimal Alpha podcast. Uh, My name's Andy Naylor. I am founder and CEO of Naylor Body Design and now host of the Optimal Alpha podcast. I am super stoked to have you along. Absolutely buzzing for this, episode number one. So no standing on ceremony around here. We're going to get straight into it. Now, for about the past 19 years, I've been coaching people all around the world to get yeah into you know the best shape of their life, both physically, both mentally, sometimes even emotionally, certainly you know in terms of their health and longevity. And there are always similar patterns and traits of where people struggle, fail, and just don't seem to get the most of the opportunity that's in front of them. They always seem to come up, and uh, that's what we're going to cover today. We're going to go over the five biggest mistakes that I see people making on their fitness journey. But those are then the five biggest mistakes, but then they are also, therefore, the five biggest areas of opportunity. And today we're going to go over them in a, in a sense of a sort of overview. Uh, and then in subsequent episodes, we'll probably delve much deeper into these. So the five areas, goals, planning, effort, consistency, accountability. Pretty simple, pretty straightforward, but oh my goodness, areas that people are not maximizing. So let's go off and start to delve into these individually everything's going to start with a goal. If we don't have a thing that we want to go after, then everything after it is completely pointless. There has to be a goal. No goal is then going to equal nothing taking place afterwards. Not having a goal is also, like imagine this for an analogy, you sail a ship out of a harbour, you have no destination, no map, and no compass. Where are you going? absolutely nowhere. You're going to go out of the harbour and you are simply going to sail around at best in circles getting nowhere. There has to be a destination. So for you, a goal, what is it? Something that people do very well here is create fluffy goals, untangible goals, a goal that if it was missed, you couldn't actually say, I failed. Humans don't like to feel that they've failed. That's fine, right? We all understand that. But it's far better to have a laser-focused goal that is precise, as precise as you can get it, that has metrics that you could manage to know, are you making progress? So you know when you've arrived at the destination. 
I want to lose weight. I want to feel better. I want to have more confidence. Those are fine and there's nothing wrong with them, but are they tangible? How do you measure feel better? How do you measure more confidence? What could you do and how could you mark these or score these or rate these in a way that would then allow you to go, I am at a five in my confidence. Okay, now I'm at a seven. It's a very hard thing to do because it's an emotive thing. But still better doing that than, do I feel better than I did last week? Mm, Not really sure. Because then everything else after the goal will start to fall apart. So the goal will also tie into your why. We will cover the why again a little bit later. But the goal is your why. I want to achieve this thing because of these reasons, because of this pain, because of this desire, because of this need. Your goal should be something that you will be able to fully understand and hold close to you because it means something to you. So step one, get a clear, laser-focused, tangible goal. Okay, step two, you need a plan. A goal without a plan is a dream. It's a wish. It ain't gonna happen. So you have your goal, you have your destination, and now you need to layer on top of it a plan, okay? Not just a wish that I'm I'm going to become this person, this thing, get into this place, feel this way in a certain amount of time. Like a plan, a plan is something that you could write down and you could teach it to somebody else. If you could not explain how you're going to get to your goal to someone else, specifically, you have no plan. For example, I speak to maybe eight or nine clients potentially looking to come into our program every single day, and I will always ask them, do you feel that you have a clear nutritional plan right now to get you to the goal? And a lot of them are like, yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I'm like, okay, but you weren't really able to tell me the foods that you're eating every day, and you certainly can't now tell me what your macros and calories are and why you're, yeah, I'm not tracking my macros and calories and things like that. I'm like, okay, so if you haven't got control of everything, you don't have a plan. You're just eating healthy and hoping for the best. You're going to the gym, training, ticking a box, and hoping for the best. A plan is a set of repeatable actions that, with some adjustment along the way, will get you from where you are now to the goal that you want to get to. It should be something that you can track. It should be something that you can record. A plan is a thing that is workable. It can be adapted and changed, but it should be a clear, nearly a timeline, but certainly an actionable set of events that are going to take you to where you want to go, certainly start to head you in the right direction, and then you adjust the plan as you go. With no plan, the goal is a wish. Now, we get to the next area, which is effort. Actual effort, grit. A lot of people can get these first two parts of, I have a goal, I have a plan. And then they are not willing to truly put in the grind, to actually do it, to do the damn work. Or people are able to put in effort for a very short amount of time. And then that short amount of time doesn't yield big enough results. And guess what happens? The effort starts to dwindle. Then the results definitely start to dwindle. And then it's game over once again. The effort is the desire to want to achieve the goal by using the plan. The effort really does tie into your why. Ask yourself, why do you want to do this thing? Ask yourself why. Write down the answer. Ask yourself why again. Try and write down the next answer. And then ask yourself why a third time. 
try and take yourself down the levels. Be really precise on this. Somewhere at the bottom, three or four whys down will be the actual reason. It won't be the first why. That'll be rubbish. That'll be surface level. Oh, I just want to feel better. Yeah, so does everybody. Why? Oh, you know, I, I you know, I, and you need to go down those levels. Why do you want to feel better? Oh, I, I, I want to feel more confident at work and I want to feel more confident in my relationships. Okay, cool. But why do you want to feel more confident at work and more confident in your relationships? Oh, well, I've always missed out on opportunities at work and it's, it's actually hurt me financially. And, you know, my relationships have always been poor and I've never been able to, you know, hold my own in my own relationship. I always feel like I've been bossed about in relationships. Okay, cool. Well, why? Oh, well, when I was a kid at school, I was bullied and da, da, da. Like if seriously, take yourself back through those steps, make it as emotive as possible. I can nearly guarantee you that somewhere down there in the depths of that why will be something painful because humans are either moving away from pain or we're moving towards desire. We need both for sure to be truly successful. But the moving away from pain will probably be the first reason you decide to go forward. So the amount of effort that you're truly able to put in will be how well did you work out your why? Because when you wake up in the morning and you're supposed to go up off and do 40 minutes of fasted cardio and it's six o'clock in the morning and it's pissing down with rain and you open your eyes and you're like, nah, sod this, I'm not doing it. Your why should appear in your mind and then it is a no brainer. Out the bed you get, out you go, off you go. Like it becomes, it becomes a, there is no yes or no. This is it. This is why I'm doing it. This is why it's important. And you just get up and do it because your why is always with you. Another thing to do is get your why and plaster it all around you. Put it on your screensaver on your phone. Put it on your uh, screensaver on your uh, laptop. Put it on the back of the door so it's the last thing you see before you leave the house. Make your why visible visualize it. So now we've got a goal, we've got a plan to get there, and we've got the effort, the why. Brilliant. Now we're on our way. So now what's next? Consistency. <laughs> because everybody can do those top three for a few days, week, whatever. You've had a day on plan. You've had a week on plan. Whoopie doo. Well done. Great. Now you need to go and string seven days together, four weeks together, six months together, a year together. Ruthless consistency is the thing that will win the day because it's the immediate thing, like the area where people fail badly, badly. Here's the best example of poor consistency. Five days of the week, really good, on plan, doing the workouts, following the, you know, the, the diet plan, all this sort of stuff. And then two days of rewarding yourself because you've been so good over the weekend. That is horrific consistency because then what do you say on Monday morning? Oh, I'll get back on it on Monday. Right, and round the circle you go. You've got to break those inconsistency cycles. Or I can always make it two months in and then pff, everything just falls apart. Right, get a handle on that. Understand and break down why your consistency is falling apart at that particular time and plan for it. Or don't. And just keep going around the same circles again and be happy being unhappy, potentially. Your consistency is down to you. It's not down to anybody else. As coaches, we can hold people accountable and keep them consistent. But ultimately, it still comes down to you, your why, and why the hell did you go on this journey? Why do you want to be you know, that consistent for that amount of time? There are no quick fixes to any of this. If you go out thinking, oh, I'm just going to spend eight weeks trying to achieve my goal, and then you're going to go back to whatever you were doing before, you've goosed it. It's game over. Like, you just don't, don't bother. 
if you're going to go off and change your body, your mind, your physique, your opportunities, you need to do it in a way that will become your lifestyle. So then you are super consistent without even having to think about it. It's just thoughts become habits, become behaviors, become your lifestyle, become super consistency. Right? And then it becomes easy. Then you're not having to think about being consistent because it's just what you do. So now we've got a goal. We've got a plan to get there. We've got the effort that you're putting in and you're putting that effort in consistently. So what would be the last area to really tie all this together? Accountability. At some point on this journey, everybody needs, in my opinion, external accountability. I've been doing this 20 years and I have seen people be able to hold themselves relatively accountable for a certain amount of time. And then for some reason, you take people up a level and give them external accountability and it everything comes together. You may think you can hold yourself accountable and maybe you do a good job. Maybe you're sitting there thinking, yeah, no, Andy, I can't hold myself accountable. I'm a five days good and a two days bad kind of person. Like that's absolutely me. Well, then you need to get out of that habit. Go and find some external accountability. And that could be a coach. Generally speaking, it can't be a spouse partner. They have another relationship with you. For example, I can't hold Joe, my wife, accountable to her fitness goals. She's my wife. We've been together 23 years. Like if I tell her and to ask her to be accountable to something, there's automatically, understandably, some sort of emotion behind that. So if you think, yeah, my wife holds me accountable, just, like, when it really comes down to it, it won't work because there's another relationship. The person who holds you truly accountable to these goals, physique-based goals, fat loss, strength building, getting on a stage, whatever it might be, it has to be someone external to the rest of your life. Having someone external makes all the difference because then you'll become part of a team, even if it's with one other person. And you've got, when you're in the depths of dieting and you're starting to question, should I do this? Should I do that? Should I change this up? You know, am I making the progress I think I'm making? You can start to second guess yourself and actually begin to unravel all the progress that you've been making. Whereas I know for certain when I'm looking in on someone, I'm not emotionally connected to their progress. Essentially, I'm not in their body. I don't know how it feels to be where they are, right? But I can look at the data and I can see what they're telling me and I can make very clear decisions to help them two, three, four weeks down the line so they can just focus on being the best version of them right there and then. It's so much easier. So often we hear people say, I'm going to see how far I can get on my own. Okay, that's fine. But ultimately, truly, my opinion is that's a poor frame of mind because it's kind of saying, I don't need help. Now, everybody, I think everybody should have a degree of time trying to suss this stuff out on their own. Yeah, absolutely, 100%. But it depends how high your goal is. Like if your goal is to be really, really, really good and a long way away from where you are now, and if, you know, you've been kind of making progress, I can tell you a really good coach coming into your world will make all the difference. And I'm not saying that has to be us. That could be anybody. That could be someone down your local gym. It could be a prep coach. It could be us. It could be anybody. But someone external to you will be able to hold you better accountable. I can tell you one thing. You will only pay for things in two ways. You only, we all only ever pay for things, generally speaking, in two ways. Certainly this sort of stuff. You either pay with your money or you pay with your time. Now, one of those things you can get back. One of those things you can't. And at the age of 43, I know very clearly I would far rather speed up a process. Now, it doesn't mean finding a quick fix, but I mean speed up a process rather than lose the time trying to work it out for myself. 
once I've lost six months trying to figure something out for myself because I'm stubborn-minded, I've lost those six months. Those six months are more important to me than it costing me a certain amount of money, and then I'll just go back and earn that money back. You've got to think about things that way. How long do you want to be banging your head against a wall just thinking you're going to find the, the answer, the, the special diet, the special training program, the special whatever, the special supplement? I can tell you, it ain't out there. It don't exist. It's as simple as these five areas. Get a goal, get a plan, put in the effort, be super consistent, and then have some external accountability. So there you go, guys. That's simply what I've put together for today's episode. Um, that is a relatively quick overview of those five areas. We will be covering them in more depth. Um, if you've got questions, be sure to reach out to me on my socials. I'll be happy to uh, uh, in engage in conversation and see if I can help any further. But also, just to let you know, while we're launching this uh, podcast, we are going to be running a contest. So we are running a contest that you can enter. The link will be in the show notes, um, whereby we will be giving away to people who give us a five-star review and subscribe to the podcast we will, all those people will be entered into a contest and two lucky winners will get the opportunity to be trained by us as a team for three months completely for free the value to that is five grand that is five grand's worth of coaching and training from us completely for free all you need to do is put yourself in with a chance of winning that so go and find the link in the show notes click on that give us a five-star review, subscribe to the podcast, do the bits and pieces that you need to do in the link. And then of course you'll be entered in and in subsequent weeks and episodes down the line, we will be announcing that winner. So really good luck with that for today, ladies and gentlemen, to wrap up episode one. Thank you for being here. I've been your host, Andy Naylor. I will catch you on the next episode. Going up best. Thanks so much for listening to today's show. We hope that you feel motivated to start making changes in your life so you can see those results that you've been wanting to achieve. Remember, you can do anything you set your mind to. If you love the show, please leave us a five-star review and make sure you tell your friends. If you'd like to connect with Andy, you can find him on Instagram at Andy underscore Nailer underscore Pure underscore Elite underscore Pro. I'll leave a link in the show notes as well. Talk to you again soon.